Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, this is Truck's only first uh, podcast, and uh, so one of our first guests that we're having on the podcast today is uh, Chris. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, Chris, and what is your last name? Hilmer. Hilmer, Chris Hilmer. All right, well, yeah, I mean, for one, uh, this is kind of cool. It's Truck's only first podcast, and uh, we're going to do maybe four shows a month. And just have some cool, unique people on talking about the automotive industry, uh, you know, lifting trucks, you know, the automotive industry in general, and different topics like that. So this is kind of a cool day. Uh, it's our first episode. It's my birthday. So oh, well, happy birthday. Thank man. you. Welcome to the show. And uh, so how long have you been working at Trucks Only? Uh, since last November, so just shy of a year. Just shy of a year. Okay. And what is your primary responsibility here? I'm primarily the lift technician. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Well, that's good because that's kind of what I want to talk about for this, you know, first episode is lifting trucks, off-roading in general, uh, maybe, you know, benefits to, to off-roading and lifting trucks and things like that. Um, so I guess, I mean, tell me a little bit about your experience uh, in general and like what makes you good at, you know, lifting vehicles. Well, um, I started off as an automotive technician back in about 2003, um, just doing general repair mainly. Uh, and then uh, after my son was born, I stayed at home for a little while and got into um, four-wheel parts after I decided to go back to work. Oh, that's cool. How old is your son? He is 14 now. Man, congrats. So, um, yeah, I started at four-wheel parts in 2010 and got my experience doing lifts and off-road accessories and stuff there mm -hmm. um worked there for about three or four years and then went to another place uh, gnm motorsports mm -hmm. worked there for six years oh wow cool and then been on, here. been on to here all right cool so i mean you would think just in general being in arizona i mean it's a a, a great environment to have a truck in general and then to to do a lift I mean, for people out there, and I'm sure most people know, like, uh, just maybe talk about a little bit of advantages of lifting a vehicle or leveling, and then maybe, you know, what are some of the, the disadvantages to it? Well, one of the main advantages, of course, you get more ground clearance. Uh, it lifts the vehicle up higher so you can go over bigger obstacles. Mm. Uh, it allows you to put a bigger tire on, and usually with a bigger tire, you get a more aggressive tread, uh, you know, an all-terrain is what a lot of people do if they're just going to be on the pavement most of the time. Mm -hmm. But the guys that are more aggressive, they go with the MTs, um, and it it helps a lot. Um, even a level kit gets you a bigger tire mm -hmm. usually, and you'll go with a most people go with a wider wheel, so they get a wider tire, also a sure. greater contact patch. Uh, it just helps in traction off road, that mm. kind of thing. Okay, cool. And then what about maybe negative effects? Uh, higher center of gravity. So going around a turn, you got to make sure that you're going slower. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, it's going to roll. Okay. And unfortunately, also, when you're off-roading, it's higher center of gravity. You get too off-kilter, it, it, it'll go over. Okay. And uh, what about if somebody is, uh, you know, towing something heavy? Maybe they've got a fifth wheel in RV. Is there positive negative i mean i i don't know too much about lifting in general i've you know heard and and again uh you know i'm not a professional at all just in general that leveling is your best option 
for doing something like that as far as towing something heavy? The biggest thing with towing, um, yeah, leveling is probably the optimal way to go. Uh, some kits actually come with uh, different leaf spring packs mm -hmm. for the rear if, if you're doing a, a lift. But the companies will say, does not allow you to haul more weight. You know, it, the, the cargo capacity does not change. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of guys, if they lift it, you end up having to lift your trailer as well to make sure that everything's pretty well level. Oh, really? Yeah, and and a lot of guys will put air See, I didn't even know that that was a, a, a yeah. possibility. So that's pretty cool. So, you know, in order to get the look and the feel, they don't want to give up one over the other. So you can – and how are they lifting their fifth wheel? Um, well, a lot of them – Have springs yeah, just like Yeah, the, the springs, and some of them are sprung under, so then you can flip them and spring over. Uh -huh. And then that gives you an instant, like, five, six inches huh. on the trailer. Interesting. And then um, for cargo capacity and so on, a lot of guys will put helper bags, helper mm -hmm. airbags in the rear. And – it's really not supposed to increase your capacity, but it will help level the truck out and make it so it doesn't sag in the rear when you're hauling. Well, that's that's pretty cool. And so if somebody came in and, uh, you know, was wanting a level at, at lifted trucks only or trucks only, and this could be a dumb question. It's all right. I'm going to ask it anyway. And, you, and they're just getting a level. Are they leveling the front or the back, or does that change per, like, manufacturer? Uh, most people will lift the front to make that factory rate go away and make it a level vehicle. Got it. Um, sometimes people want to lower the rear to make it level. So, like, say the new Dodge 1500s, mm -hmm. if it's a two-wheel drive, a lot of guys will just lower the rear. And it's a coil spring, so it's Got a real it. easy swap out to do. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of cool. So what, what's the process uh, for uh, a customer that comes in? I mean, I know you're more back of the house, I guess, you know, that you would call it, whereas, you know, they're going to deal with uh, one of the managers up front or a service technician or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, it is. But how, how does that process work? Um, they come in and basically they kind of need to know what, uh, what height they want to go. Do you want to go? Two inch level you want to go a four inch lift mm -hmm. kit a six inch lift kit i i've done as much as 12 or 15 inches oh my god some at previous places and so you're saying little, size matters <laughs> some, for some people it does <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know they come in yeah. know how much lift they want to get and then the biggest factor in all this is the wheels and tires uh -huh. and that is the greatest discrepancy of price too because you can go with a real low-level wheel and mm -hmm. a low-level tire and come out pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. Or you can – I've seen guys go ten grand in wheels and tires. Right. And is that because of what it's made out of? Like, you know, whether they're using – it's a steel wheel or alloy or – Yeah, most of them are alloys anymore mm -hmm. that you're getting aftermarket. Yeah. Um, there's a company out there, Specialty Forged. They mm -hmm. make some 26-inch rims by 16 inches wide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just – tip of the iceberg there i mean you can get crazy with some of that's numbers. cool and i think i mean for me being the marketing director and go out and doing the the shoots and stuff most of what i've seen are 35 as far as the tires but we do 37s as well so i'm just uh, curious is that those two different tire sizes are dependent on the wheel size or is it between the gap there's as much room as there's to fit how does that exactly work um well the tire size is different than the wheel size mm -hmm. so 
we usually go with tire size, 35s on most everything that we do. Um, if we're doing a three-quarter ton lift, we'll try and get the 37s on them. Mm -hmm. If we think it'll clear uh, Jeeps, we're doing a lot of 37s on now. Right. Uh, but the wheels, we generally do a 20 by 9 or a 20 by 10. Got it. Um, the other places I've worked, you know, anything from an 18 by 9 to, like I said, 26 by 16. Sure, sure. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about some of our partners that we use uh, for our, I guess since we're talking about, you know, off-roading and lifting in general, let's talk about some of our partners as far as the components itself in the lift um you know who are we using to do that um the main brand of lift kit that we're using right now is rough country mm -hmm. um we occasionally do a zone lift or even a bds lift okay. depending um we get those from bdm customs the rough country kits we're starting to get through kmc 4x4 now mm -hmm. um, they seem to be a little quicker with response and everything so when we need it we need it now kind of thing right um i i don't think we use anybody else right now uh if a customer comes in and requests a certain kind we can usually get it though i know somebody actually requested a price on a pro comp recently uh -huh. so. okay so i mean those are our main you know manufacturers that we're using but we can get others outside of that right and then so is this a is the suspension included in that, or is that something separate? Like, it's something I've always, you know, wondered, because I know a lot of people will go with, say, like, Fox suspension, but get the lift separate. So talk a little bit about the differences between the actual lift and the suspension as far as the shocks. Is that one and the yeah. same? Okay, so most of the time when you do the lift, you're taking brackets and moving positions of control arms and it, it just kind of alters where things are placed but mm -hmm. you're really not replacing struts on, on the uh, IFS front ends. Got it. On the uh, solid axle trucks and so on, it's usually springs. Uh, they do come with new shocks mm -hmm. and you can upgrade Bilstein's, you can do Fox. You can okay. Do pretty much whatever you want there. Um, somebody did request a coil over level kit recently but uh they couldn't find one for it i don't know what it was i think they were looking for a bds mm -hmm. but that's a fox built basically system got they it said they, didn't, they didn't have one for that particular application so okay but yeah there is a difference between the suspension itself the the strut the shock um but you're not really replacing springs and stuff on ifs but on solid axles you are replacing front springs usually. got it okay cool and so, so for somebody that's listening to this uh watching it or whatever it is um, what would you recommend for them if they're interested in getting you know their vehicle lifted just to to come on down to give us a call or or kind of what are your suggestions on yeah, that yeah you can call in talk yeah. to one of the the desk guys uh dave's our manager now and we've got mike uh as a service advisor mm -hmm. and Dave is pretty good. He knows most of what's going on. He's yeah. the one that takes care of most of the lifts stuff cool. for us. Yeah. So, yeah, just call in or you can come on down. And if you decide that you find something out there you want, you can always call in and have us install it. Do the install, too. And uh, so I guess what kind of – how long does it take? Like if somebody came in – I know, you know, they're not making an appointment right now and we do online appointments and all that. But just, you know, generally – what would somebody expect as far as lead time and ordering something from us to actually getting it installed and then heading out? 
Um, between lift kit, wheels and tires, looking at probably three to five days mm-hmm. lead time. To oh, that's not everything. that's not bad at all. Yeah, no, that's no. cool. I and mean, then, some places you'll be waiting, you know, weeks. Yeah, depending on the brand kit and mm-hmm. so on. Yeah, some of them would take weeks. That's cool. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else that you may want to point out to anybody that's interested in, you know, getting their vehicle lifted, buying off-road accessories, anything like that, anything you want to point out? Uh, we do it all, basically. Yeah. I mean, we do the lift kits. We do amp steps, the power boards. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up as far as other accessories and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, aside from here at the service center and the, the lifted truck center, you know, we're uh, full service. I mean, I've seen yeah. you guys doing engine swaps. Yeah. Yeah, we do out there. We do pretty much everything. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some things that we don't dig into, but we have good vendors that help us out with those. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we do all of our own service here. So tires, uh, accessories, yep. roof racks, lighting, yeah, different if, things like that. If anybody wants any of that, I've, mm. I've done several airbag setups recently here. Um, I do the hitches, the fifth wheel hitches, yeah. the even the, the bumper hitches and stuff like that. Very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So I mean, if it, you know, for any of our listeners, watchers out there, uh, trucksonlyservice.com is the site. Uh, you guys can see, you know, service hours, schedule online appointments. Uh, just search for them on, on Google and, and different things like that. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, uh, no this is kind of cool. This was our first time. So, uh, you know, we're trying to hammer out technical difficulties and figure out the audio. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so it's kind of a work in progress. But that's what makes it good. You know, it's grassroots. Um, and we're kind of figuring out it along the way, but I appreciate, you know, you coming out and, and being a voice and letting people know, you know, what they can expect if they come here and, and kind of the process and stuff. So yeah, no it's, it's good for, for people to see that and put a voice to the face and stuff. So I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys, uh, next week. Thank you. Bye.